0: We Welcome to the Boys Cats with Ryan Long. Yeah, I went to the riots. I went there protesting for the police. That's what I did. I went there with my Blue Lives Matter shirt. I was giving the cops high fives, bringing them snacks. Said, you guys need some cashews? Went to the protesters, spit on them. They told me they wanted me to get involved. That's what they said. We need you get involved. A lot of celebrities, you know, have they. They know exactly how you should handle this. It's very. Every, everyone's really got this figured out. Probably one of the most complicated issues in the history of the world. Everyone. No, no, no. My side nailed it. We, you know, I can sum this up in a sentence. It's obvious. But seventeen trillion factors involved in this one, and everyone's got it figured the fuck out. Ice T said that he was watching me. He said, "If I don't, if I don't see you get involved out there, Ice T is gonna be pissed." I said, "Listen, I'm a big SVU fan. I know you played a cop on a pro cop show, and you're, you're a little bit, you're a little bit worried that people might." It's very interesting that Ice T's—he's really out there being like, "We're watching you. If you don't, if you don't act the way that we want, we're, we have our eyes on you." I'm like, "Well, it sounds like Ice T feels a little guilty that he plays a cop on a pro cop show after writing cop killer." I don't know. And you're like, well, that's just a role in a movie. Okay, by your logic, that art's not exempt. I don't, I don't necessarily care. But you, if, if you're gonna have that opinion, where you're like, arts, do you get to be like a feminist and then you get to play the main character in a pro-abortion movie? That you're on SV6 show. I'm all for the T, but you can't. You don't get to hold both those opinions. And that's that's the gist of everything that's going on right now. Everyone's trying to hold all sorts of opinions. First of all, everyone's wrong about everything. Probably the most complicated ish- issue I've ever seen with seventeen thousand people. The, all the woke people are trying to appropriate black shit like they've been doing since the beginning of time. You know, like act like well, we, we're we're a movement. I'm there. I see. No one else. I saw there, and I'm going to tell you all the things I saw there. But I, I, I see, you know, you see people holding like trans Black Lives Matter. I, is this your? Is what is this? You're ju- you're jumping in. This is this is one of my main things I've been always saying. There's a lot of causes that appropriate the black shit. Now, my opinion in a nutshell is that the cops have too much power and that policemen need to be able to police people. Need to be able to be fired earlier. A guy should have been fired a long time ago. I don't even know how you could even see a guy all the you know on the do these videos of these police and then be like no whatever. And and it's just fourth time. It's like fuck. The guy should have been fired a thousand years ago. No shit. Some people say oh it's just white people protesting. You know it's white people that are causing the that are the Antifa that's causing the shit. And some people are like it's actually all it's it's both. And this is all I ask. You don't have to fucking agree with me. I know that everyone's got it figured out. Probably one of the most complicated issues ever, but your side's nailed it. Whatever side you're on, you, you got it covered. It's, it, you know, case closed. We got all the right opinions on our thing. A lot of people have been saying that. that They go, free thinkers should, you know, not succumb to the mob. There's two mobs out there. Just be clear on that. So all I ask is when you listen to me, Pretend you're listening to me like you're talking to a fucking friend. One of the boys is chatting. Not like you're fucking arguing with someone on the internet. It doesn't always have to be an argument. This is what I think. And you can take it or leave it. I've been thinking about this issue for four or five days. It's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people that are taking very hypocritical stances. There's lots of gross stuff going on. When people are like, I'm watching what you do. I'm watching what you're doing, okay? I've seen a lot of disgusting things. A lot of fucking liberal nonsense. And a lot of fucking people that have dug their foot in on the other side too. I've seen a lot of people that their whole thing was fake news everything's fake news. Now they're like, the news is actually nailing this one. You know, every, the news is always lying. But then when they're you know, when it says what they say, it's it's the news is on point now. Now this is the these are the kind of experiences I've had with the cops personally. For example, when I when I grew up in Ajax, Ontario, Canada, you know, I'm not from New York. I grew up there and there was a police officer that his thing was when you caused shit, what he would do was he would give you five seconds to run. And if you took the deal, you could run away and then he would catch you and beat the shit out of you. And it was like a big joke. Like, ah, that's, yeah, that's so-and-so he gives you a chance to run and kicks the shit out of you. (laughs) Ha ha ha. That's just the way it works. You probably shouldn't be the way that it works. If, If you're like, well, whatever, you know, how is that guy not fired? The cops that would used to take you out back of the, the club, the, the there was like a, a big club called the the government in Toronto, and cops would take you outside, and it was a known thing that they would take you out and beat the shit out of you. And then eventually, after like 25,000 people got beat the shit out of, one guy called the, you know, one guy sued them, and then now the lawsuits started happening. They just bring you backstage, and they just beat you up like you're, like, <laughs> like you're the fucking mafia. I remember when I was uh, 13 years old, the cops got called to my house because... I was playing drums too loud. Very hard hitter. I don't know if you know that in music. It's very important to be a hard hitter. And then my mom, you know, what she said was the cop came and the cop asked her out and she said no. And the cop started creeping towards her and he was holding her his, his gun and he was like, are you sure? And he started like pressing himself against her and she's like, please get away from me. And then he goes, okay. And then he just left. And it was like, you know, these are the, if, if, if you know cops, you know that they, a lot of them have this fucking energy of like, of course there's some good cops out there, but if you don't think that there's a lot of police with the energy of like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want, you see them off duty there. It's, it's not my favorite type of guy. So, I, I mean, to say, to make this a liberal versus fucking whatever issue, it's not, it's a little more complicated than that. There's a lot of cops that fucking think they can do whatever the fuck they want. And the truth is a lot of them can. Do you know what happened to me? So I've been to jail a bunch of times, not fucking for more than a night or two, but <laughs> what happened was, you know, we got in this big fight and then the cops brought me in the, in the paddy wagon and that was pretty mouthy. Listen, that's the other thing with, I'm going to be all over the place right now, but there's a lot of people that these protesters are kicking shit and they're ruining their own city. Maybe they shouldn't. Okay. I, I used to love wrecking shit. If I'm 16 and like we're wrecking shit. So, you know, some, yeah, there's some grifters that showed up to wreck shit. Sure. One of the funniest things I saw was this black dude that stole a pair of shoes from the store and then he he walked out of the fucking thing holding the shoes and he goes, these fucking kicks is for Floyd. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I can't imagine something being funnier than that. But when I was in the paddy wagon, I was being a little too mouthy. Me and my friends were talking shit to the other people that were there because we had this big fight with them. And then they paddy wagged us together, but we had this. Then they then they uh, left me in the cop car because I kept talking shit. Left me in the dark in the garage for an hour, and then they came out. And when they got me, they threw me down the stairs and then beat me up, like punched me in the ribs. The whole thing threw me in the jail cell, and then they put me in there without my pants for some reason. And this is after they do the whole embarrassing fucking making you, you know, cavity search the whole thing, you know, bend over all the all the nonsense. So if if you don't think that there is a bit of an issue with cops um, being a little bit out of control, then you're out of control. These kicks are for Floyd. Now, that being said, there's lots of stuff going on. And yes, there's some good cops. And then people say, you know, they start bringing up race stats. They're like. This isn't a black issue because cops kill white people more, but black people are just in those scenarios more. Even if that's the case, maybe it is still a black issue. Listen, if I was a black guy, I might be a black power fucking dude. I don't know. A lot of fucking cool black boys. So, listen, I'm against the woke fucking nonsense as much as everyone else to be. But I just think if you think this is as easy as, like, my side nailed it. We we got it. Now, the purpose of humor. I'm going to fucking talk about this shit a lot, but I'm also going to tell you the 10 to 15 funniest things I saw at the protest. Because I have th- I seen a lot of this, people being like, you know, humor isn't the most important thing, and sometimes social issues matter. And and, and no, to, you know what? To me, humor is the most important thing. It absolutely is. That's why it matters to me. Arnold Schwarzenegger once said to me, he said to me personally. Arnold Arnold called me and he said to me, Arnold once said, he goes, he's like when I was um, when I was bodybuilding, he goes, they could steal my car and it wouldn't even affect me. And so to me. All I've ever wanted to do was make great art. And you know how you have to do that. You have to have a free mind. You have to not be propaganda. And it probably has to be the most thing you care about. Maybe more than your fucking relationships and friendships and your family. You make a lot of sacrifices to do things sometimes. And maybe one of those sacrifices is that you don't get to take up every political cause. You know, people say, you know, Black Lives Matter. You, This is the one. No, this is the one you have to matter. Well, what if I thought that pedophiles were the most important cause? What, do you have to do that? It, you know, everyone doesn't have to be part of every cause. So I'm not going to get bullied into what I have to think. But the purpose of humor, if you want to be realistic, and this isn't a black thing or white thing. I know lots of people, one of my black friends was telling me something really funny. He was saying when he was fucking riding his bike home, every fucking cop car, or not a cop car, every car was like honking at him in solidarity. Like, there he is, my man, we send in solidarity. He's like, yeah, I'm not protesting, I'm just walking home. It's like, everyone could be funny in these times. And the, this is actually what separates the people that are really funny from the people that really aren't. You know, anyone could be funny when it's like an easy topic. Anyone can be funny when it's... Appropriate to do so a lot of times, but you know what? Who's you know what? How I'm wired? I'm I'm wired to make jokes at all of the times. I don't say you know I'm I'm this funny guy that all my life's dedicated to this stuff and that's what my friends think. But then something happens. I gotta go. No, but honestly, this isn't. No, no, no. Even if I was making a serious statement, I would still be thinking about funny things. So the entire time I was at this march, it was hilarious. Okay, first of all, when I was at funerals, probably the most I've ever laughed in my life was at funerals. Literally. That's, I remember my, and, and, and and so many people will tell you like, no, you're not supposed to, there's certain times for laughter and there's certain times. yeah That's because you aren't good at it and you don't work like that. Your agenda is your thing and that's fine. But it's like when the celebrities have, have a disease and then all of a sudden that's their disease. It's everyone has their agenda in life. Everyone's playing a different game and sometimes you can support someone else's game. And I'll tell you, you know, you know, the games that I don't support is the media. I mean that's my, one of my main things I've railed about. And by the way, they're complicit in all this shit. And they're complicit in the racism. You know when you see these Richard Spencer guys and all that and you're like, "You guys made him. These guys were nothing." And the new the, the media goes on and they they love him. They get they found a guy. They don't show a guy that's making reasonable opinions. They found one fucking fringe guy that's like America needs to be a ethnostate and they make him famous cuz they were, they couldn't believe their luck when they found that guy. You know, Vice literally couldn't stop running pieces. CNN's like, hey, this guy's making reasonable stuff. Like, no, we need Richard Spencer to go up there and be like, I think the fucking black people should go back to Africa. And they're like, oh, they, they can't. Mm. They're not mad. They, they're salivating when they hear stuff like that. You see these people on Twitter that, you know, went full out, you know, all right wing, just making tons of money doing that. And, and whatever. Have your other, have your political beliefs how you want. But you, Vice and these magazines don't get to pretend that they're not part of it. What happened is they did one thing, you canceled them, and you're like, you're kicked out of our game. And they're like, all right, I guess I'm in the other gang. You know, the same thing we've said about all this stuff. You don't get when you ostracize from someone from society and then another group takes them in and they're making millions of dollars off it. They're not going to lean into that. You don't get when a certain type of black person feels like he's not doing well and then a gang's like, do this and it'll be the best. You have unlimited pussy, you fucking unlimited money and everyone's going to be afraid of you. Yeah, that sounds better than the other one that I was doing. So you don't understand people's incentives of how they act the way that they act. Now, I was at a funeral of my own grandmother. My mom was my mom was the one giving a speech. And then my uncle, his neighbor, they go, the the priest goes up and he goes, does anyone else want to say anything? And my uncle's neighbor goes, I would actually like to say a few words. Everyone is like, excuse me. My mom was the only one who said anything. So this guy goes up and he goes, you know, I didn't know a lot. I, I never actually met Gail, uh, but I heard a lot about her. She sounds like a great guy. Um, and literally immediately I already go to my, ne- my uncle, he's crying at the time. And I looked to him, I whispered in his ear, hey, I think my mailman's going to do a few words after this. He literally bursts out laughing in the funeral. And he goes, ah, you know, Ryan, you make me feel better. That's what he said to me. I told my mom. I whispered to my mom. Because oh, I'll tell you the thing he said first. So he stands up and then he goes, also, I consider myself a little bit of an entertainer. He starts singing Elvis. My grandmother's funeral. Never met her. My uncle's neighbor. He starts singing, love me tender or some shit like that. Can't remember the song. And everyone is like, what the fuck? And I just whisper to my mom, sign this guy. And my mom, she, st- she looks at me and she goes, oh my God. Everyone, and Honest to God, this moment was so ridiculous, it broke the tension. Now, the other time was my, one of my best friends, her dad died one of my other best friends were at the funeral we were sitting together and again it was a singing related thing so the person that was singing was maybe the worst singer ever they were singing god songs like oh, 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 oh. and it was it was maybe the worst thing i've ever heard in my life so we start dying laughing I, I, i'm literally to the point where i, I bury my head in my tie because i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna die if i fucking if i even look up for a second i gotta plug my ears and then eventually we're laughing so hard we're trying to not so hard not to laugh that it's like you know we're making essentially a spectacle and then they go it's the catholic thing where you have to stand up and shake each other's hands so me and my buddy have to stand up and shake each other's hands and as soon as we shake each other's hands we both sit back down and we're like (laughs) i'm dying right and then on top of that so this is there's a, they do the thing where you have to get go up and get body of Christ. So we're already like, I'm about to die. And I, I'm like, we don't know what to do. So this, they're doing they're handing out body of Christ. And at one point, my body this is, there's a, there's a really fat guy This goes for body of Christ. And then my buddy whispers into my ear. He goes, I'm pretty sure that guy just went back for seconds. I literally got up and walked out to the funeral. I went to the bathroom and he did too, followed me to the bathroom. And then we both just burst out laughing for a good six minutes in the bathroom stall at one of our best friend's dad's funeral. Then a guy walked into the funeral and we go, Oh, no, sorry about that. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Ooh, close call. Yeah. We just had to pretend we were laughing. Now This is this kind of stuff that separates the different types of people. Now, I'm not telling you which person you have to be. I'm telling you how I am. And that's what makes me laugh. And that's how I deal with it. I hate it when something bad happens to me and someone says, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, that's not how I want you to deal with me. One time, one of my friend's uncles, or I think it was um maybe his cousin died someone one of his relatives died. i can't remember the same thing and it was a he, you know he talked about it and i went up and pretended to give him a hug and then i whispered into his ear hey i'm so glad he's dead and <laughs> he literally again killed it he thought it was very funny we both had a laugh and he was like it honestly relieves the tension that's the whole reason people have humor in the first place i had another scenario where's the opposite where my uncle died and my, one of my close friends came up to me and they're like, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I could do? And I was just like, yuck. Yes. W- what you could have done is made a joke about it. Treat me how I like, that's how I'd like to be treated. People like to treat you how they think they want to be treated. Now I'm, there's a scenario. I knew that I could kill with my mom. I think I know her buttons. Maybe the, there's a certain type of person that's, I probably wouldn't whisper. I'm glad your dad's dead too. That's called reading a room. I know the scenarios. That's hopefully why I'm good at this. But to tell me across the board there's no time for humor, you can suck my dick. How about that? You know, and that's why... A lot of times, that's what separates the people that are good at this from the people that aren't. It's easy to play, you know, basketball in fair weather. How about play basketball when it's raining and there's thunderstorms and people are trying to punch you in the face? That might separate the good people from the bad people. Well, this is what separates the people that are edgy, that the people that are edgy and good at it, people that are edgy and good at, it, and the people that are the opposite and bad at it too. Because a lot of times you'll see these guys right now that are making a joke that's just coming across like, dude, fuck off! Like you just have to. It's it comes across like a guy you know, tried too hard and you're like, it didn't hit. So it's a, it, it the the thing about making edgy comedy is not just anyone should be able to joke anytime. It's like, yeah, these are the times that it's harder to do it. And hopefully if you're good at it, then that's, that's what it'll be. Okay. So listen, I, I tried, I, th- I and I've been thinking a lot about all these things and how to try to make it funny. One of the things that, um, is one of the problems with both these protests. Because, you know, you know how COVID's completely over right now. It's, it's done. You know, we had COVID. Now that's done. So we've all, which should be the biggest takeaway of all of this shit is these people are full of fucking shit. All the people that were, you know, ag- against, you got to stay in your house. Now they're all like, yeah, well, well I mean, not for protesting. It's totally fine. And, th- th- and I've been consistent through both of them in that there's the same thing about the COVID protests. I didn't really want to go fuck with them because my opinions would be weaponized against them and I a little bit agree with them. I don't think this lockdown was just and I kind of agree with the protesters. Are there a bunch of morons there holding Trump flags? You're like, how is this about? I thought we were talking about opening your business and now we're- we got Trump flags up. So I, I, did- I think they are a bunch of losers for the most part that were protesting but I sort of agree with it and now that- this was the same thing. You know, I don't think the cops were right here. And I, and I kind of agree with what they're doing. Do I think protests got out of hand? Do I think the looting's wrong? Yeah, probably. Do I care that much? No, I kind of don't. Do I think it was funny? A little bit. But I wasn't going to go make a video. You know, this is my, my showing solidarity. I'm not going to go make a video making f- essentially that could be weaponized by right wing people. I don't or any, any people the same way that when I did the COVID thing, I'm not going to make fun of these people. So all the fucking stay home losers can be like, Oh yeah, look at these fucking idiots. Cause I don't really think that. So that's why I didn't want to make fun of them because when I make fun of something, I have a very, very specific take that I've formulated in a perspective that I feel very confident in and a point that I'd like to make. I don't really want to, I have lots of jokes that I think are funny, but I don't do them because I don't totally agree with them and a complicated issue like this, these protesters, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of agree with what they're saying. I'm sure there's a million things you could point out that are wrong. And they say, you know, a lot of people, you know, Bernie Sanders comes out and he goes, "What we should do is is uh, have nonviolent protests." And some people are like, "We should have violent protests. I don't know. You know what the truth is? Maybe sometimes you need Malcolm X. Maybe sometimes you need Martin Luther King. I don't know which one this is. I'll, I'll tell you, time will tell. Maybe the, maybe this is getting people's attention. Maybe there's enough political will right now that a candidate could come out and be like, I'm the anti-police, I'm the police reform guy. That's my whole thing. I'm, you know, that's my one issue. I'm not the, I'm not the fucking trans people are amazing people. I'm not the women are so I'm the, I'm the police reform guy. That's my issue. Sort of like how Tulsi Gabbard kind of came out and said, I'm anti-war. And you saw that get a lot of steam. So maybe the fact that all this stuff's happening, there's going to be will for a candidate to say, hey, you know what my cardinal issue is that we need police reform and there needs to be able to be fired. And again, when I say all these people are complicit with it, I believe that the same way that all these fucking left wing people are like, we need to grow the state and give them more power. And we're communists. It's like, guess what? The police are included in that. There's no world where we give the ultimate power to the government. And then we also shrink the police force, you idiots. So you're part of this. All these Antifa people, you're like, oh, we're so against the cops? You're you're campaigning for bigger government. What, What do you think happens when you get bigger government? They say like, oh, we grow everything except for the military and the police. It's a big part of it. You idiots. Let's raise tax. Tax the rich. So yeah, you can give it to cops so they can strangle you. So there's a lot of things going on here. And it's not as simple as that. So when I tried to make this funny, one of the things I kind of thought was, I would make you know, I could do something about the, you know, the people and the that are trying to be phonies about protesting. But you know, it's it's again, it didn't feel like I cared that much and it about making that point because it wasn't really the point that I felt strongly enough as much on this. I thought it would be funny, potentially, to uh, make fun of some of the, the fucking Antifa guys. And I made a video uh, overdubbed that went kind of viral, making fun of these idiots trying to break the window and they couldn't break it. It I'm going to tell you a lot of funny things in a little bit, Uh, but I'm going to get my points out because I don't want everyone to be like, well, what are you listening to the things that I thought was funny? And then wondering what my point is. I want to tell you where my position and then kind of be funny on it. There was, there was literally, um, So what I thought was probably the funniest thing that me and my friend thought of is like, imagine Jimmy Kimmel, like sent a reporter out there and you're just, you're just interviewing people like, listen, I have to come out here and interview. I know protests are going on, but... What we're doing is, hey, hey, black people, can you name anyone, the first person to name 10 Will Ferrell movies with a mouthful of Smarties gets two tickets to Glee, you know, and you're just doing all these, uh, you know, and they're like, dude, this isn't the time for this. You're like, you think I want to be here? Talk to my employer, Mr. Fallon. I don't, I don't want to be here. And I, you know, and then I thought about making fun of every white person scrambling to make the perfect post. And there's lots of things to make fun of, but I didn't feel like that I felt that strongly about it. Other than what I already did do. Now, like I said, the thing that I thought the lamest was of all of this, and this is the, you know, I always tell you when I get obsessed with points. The thing that I got obsessed with and what I've argued against. And, you know, when people say you want to be a free thinker and that's what I think makes uh, you a a good artist. And people say, you know, you don't want to succumb to the mob. And it's like, just so you know, there's two mobs, right? Just so you know. There's not one mob. There's two very distinct mobs right now. And neither of them own me. I'm not part of either of your propaganda machines. If you look at just the same way that I said, if every single one of your points, you're like, I have 15 opinions and every single one of them is part of like the liberal, like here's what you're supposed to think. And Ellen has your points. Like maybe you should think, think about how you think about things. Huh? the same way that if you're like oh you know what fox news just nailed it i have 15 points and every single one of them is just the republican you know agenda it's like well you know what you know you don't get to say you're a free thinker just because you don't think of this mob there's another mob too and all these issues are a lot more complicated. I mean, if, if you nailed it, I mean, I, I'm happy that on all these complicated issues, I'm happy for you that you have an opinion that you, it's so obvious to you that you just nailed it. It's not a complicated at all, even though there's infighting among every single sect of this, of this situation, but you nailed it. I would be happy for you if that's where you're at. The lamest thing that I think that I, I was the most against, I would say, was the also, you know, celebrities, people, whatever it was, saying, we're noting what you do. I mentioned this before, but you know, your silence is noted. This is what you have to do. And you're telling like, like everyone's got to make a statement like they're a press secretary. My aunt Darlene has got to go on and say, dear Facebook, I have had time to process this events. All 6 billion people in the world. It's noted if I'm not going to make a statement like the press secretary of the United States of America. If you run a bagel shop, you need to weigh in on Black Lives Matter. I work at the Coffee Bean, but here's my statement. I, I, I've, I've talked to my people and I've crafted my statement and let's get the teleprompter up and I'll read my statement to you. You have a responsibility to say what you have to say. Yeah, I mean, you think I have a responsibility to say what you have to say. Everyone does. There's a lot of people that think you have a responsibility to parrot their points. I'm not going to be fucking agreement porn for people. And listen, I might have a responsibility to my listeners to, to tell them what I think because if I'm going to put myself in the context of being a cultural commentator and then I'm not going to and then I'm going to like ignore big issues I think I have somewhat of a responsibility I'll tell you you know a factory worker probably doesn't have a responsibility if you're a, if you're a comic that runs a podcast about the best avocado recipes and your jokes are about uber I don't think you have a responsibility to weigh in on a police riot I just don't think that's the case so I'm not, so I'm not taking anyone's purity test. It's like you're, when your girlfriend's, you know, you're dating a chick, and she's like, "Do you think that person's hot? Do you think that girl's hot?" And you, and you have to tell me. It's like, no, I'll tell you. You, know, you maybe you'll say, "I'll tell you this once," but I'm not gonna have this conversation again. I won't be bullied. That's how you handle that. The same thing is this. People say, "I'm watching." You're like, "No, no, no. That's not how this works. You don't own me. You don't every because as soon as you, you know, you give up one percent of the principle, you give, you give up a hundred percent of the thing. And it is true. You don't, you don't get to tell me once. That you know. By the way, we're all doing black squares. That's what you have to do. And then tomorrow, it's while we're doing this. No, no, no. So what if I what if I start my thing and I say, hey, because of uh, kids of pedophilia, we're doing this. And if you don't put your square, you love pedophiles. That's not how it works. You don't get to talk to me like that. I'm not your slave. I'm no one's. I'm no one's propaganda machine. You know they go just the same way they go. It's important for you to vote. Everyone needs to vote. Vote or die. You know. And then it's like you're like, okay, well, how about I vote for Trump? Well, no, you know you can't. She didn't want me to vote. What you want is compl- compliance with your thing. You, what What if my opinion is blue lives matter? Is, are you like you know? I'm just happy you shared your opinion. No, you're not. You're just you just wanted me to bend the knee, which I might agree with people. And this is the problem. You sometimes bully people into a position where they can't agree, even when they do, because you don't want to get bullied around. Because a lot of times my fight against the media and people telling what to do and the thought police and the, you know, their fucking war on speech and canceling people is my, is definitely something that I've put myself in the center of. So when you, when all the people that I'm against co opt the fucking black against police killing people movement and they say also, yeah, 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 yeah. Now glad you're on our side. If, if you think the cops are bad, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't you not, this is, I'm on neither of your sides. Okay. I do think that cops are fucking out of control. Now, I've seen a million times that fucking woke shit tried to appropriate black shit. And I, I, I've seen other racists try to appropriate black shit. You know, like you'll, you'll see a brown woman being like, us people of color. That's what they, people of color was started for. <laughs> so black people could be like, yeah, we were slaves. We were like oppressed. And they'd be like, yeah, people of color, right? And they're like, what do you mean people? that you Your parents are rich and you moved here and your parents are racist. Everyone's are. Everyone's a little bit prejudiced. You remember when Me Too came up? And it was kind of like, we're for a progressive cause and intersectionality. And it's like, me too, believe all women. It's like, well, how about this? Ask a black guy in 19 fucking 25 if if you should have to believe all women. Do you agree that this has been used as a tool by fucking white women against black guys back in the day? Okay, but it's just, oh, but these are not, you're different white women. So you're oh, fine, maybe. But it's like, you know that this doesn't, these two agendas don't align. And most of my friends, you know, black comics and most black dudes, I would say, don't fucking like woke shit. They have a masculine energy. They think that shit's nonsense. So your, your causes don't align. You don't get to shoehorn black shit into trans shit. It's not the same cause. You're trying to clump them together. It's like, yeah, black power and gay power. You know what? What are you doing? It's not that's not really what's happening right now. Trans Lives Matter. I, saw, I literally, I, I, I saw a guy with a Trans Lives Matter sign of the thing. It's like you have someone has their birthday party and you show up and you're like, yeah, but it's my birthday too. It's like, okay, well then have a party for your birthday. But this one was mine. It's my thing on the wall. And you're walking around getting free drinks from everyone at the birthday party. Throw your own party. Okay. That's not what this one was about. And, and also it's important to fucking not lie about these things. You know, and I've been very, I've been super critical on diversity shit, saying that, you know, for the most part, it's, you know, doesn't work. It just makes people mad. It's, and for the most part, it just makes liberals feel good about themselves that they're pretending to do that. That's an opinion that I hold in a lot of ways. But that doesn't mean that there's no racism. It's not like all or nothing. Everything's not binary. The same way that when I came here from Canada, I'm not the biggest socialist. I've been very, you know, I'm very against government taking over all sorts of shit. But then when people are like the healthcare in Canada was a mess, I'm like, all right, well, it wasn't though, right? You know, I, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the best, but like the way that people describe it, I go, that's not what happened. That's not what was going on right there. The same way with this stuff. A lot of people will say, you know, there's no racism. It, of course there is. It's, it's, I can't lie. If I'm going to make a point, you got to be honest with yourself if you want to try to make points. So everyone's lying. Well, there is a problem with police brutality, there's all these memes that'll be like, you know, it's not a piece of pie just because they get more doesn't mean you get less. It sometimes does. So, like, you have... To, every side has to be honest. If it's a festival and there's 10 spots and they're going to be like, now we want to have six black, of course that means there's less for you. So everyone has to be a little bit honest. If they want to segregate us by race, it's like, then it kind of does matter. You know, it does mean there's less spots if that's the case and you want to segregate us for race. I'm not for that. I lived in... You know, I grew up in Ajax, Ontario, Canada. Like I said, in a lot of ways, I feel like we're 20 years ahead of America because it was, in a lot of ways, I feel like comedians are 20 years ahead of America because when you, the way that we interact with each other and everyone, it's not like race doesn't exist, but we don't, people don't think they're better or worse than each other. But where the way I grew up, lots of different types of people. You know, my, like I said, I grew up in a family that was half black. That's just what it is. As my grandpa calls it, my aunts and uncles tainted the bloodline. His words, not mine. But... You don't get to lie about everything, and then no one takes you seriously. As soon as he, this is what Cuomo said the other day, he's the, the governor, the governor of New York. He goes, you know, they're, they're all pan, everyone's pandering right and left, everyone's pandering to their side, and they go, this is what Cuomo said. He goes. These are different protests. He goes, these protesters are protesting because their lives are in danger. Well, the other protesters were protesting because they wanted to get a haircut. It's like, no, they weren't. You know that. You know that the people, they were protesting because their businesses got shut down. Is that what you, are you that stupid? You're like, man, people freaking love haircuts. Jesus, people, oh my God. These guys need a fade that bad. That's not, you know, that's not why they're protesting. So you're lying. So I don't care what you have to say. And you know, a lot of the people, every, there's a lot of people fucking lying right now. And they're pandering to their base and they're, they're pandering to their ideologies. If you want anyone to believe you, and I don't even care. If anyone believes me or changes their opinion, but if you want to make anything that's honest and real, you can't just be lying all the time. That's what they were pro- yeah, that's what they were protesting about. So you're sw- everyone's changing their opinions all the time, and it's a fucking load of shit. And there's infighting within the movements, by the way. You know, I've thought of a lot of the sides of this angle, and you know, the first half I've kind of said shit about cops. Of course there's good cops. And then you go the other way and you're like I'm, I'm sure Maybe it's a fucking position that I'm in that I got some cash. I live in friggin' Manhattan. I'm never going to probably live in a poor neighborhood ever, ever again. If you're an old, if you're like a 60 year old black grandmother raising kids in the fucking, in some terrible neighborhood, you might say, you know what? Actually, we need more cops. There's infighting among all these groups. Not everyone agrees that's why sometimes it's it's disgusting when people try to cl- – not only do the co- original causes not agree, they try to clump 30 causes in and not agree. And then you're like, what are we even talking about? So you know, and the, and the big debate was I saw Killer Mike. He's you know he's kind of like a Bernie guy that, but I like the Run the Jewels, and I like I said I thought they were pretty cool. One time I went to watch him. Uh, we did some of the hard times, and he went on stage. He just literally did ten minute speeches about Bernie every time, and you're like, okay, whatever. But he went on and he kind of said, you know, it's important for us to protest, but we can't burn down our own cities. Makes sense. I don't know. Maybe this is the time for burning down your city. I don't fucking know. Probably probably not great, but it's not obvious what the answer is. I mean, I've been said myself when I Bernie Sanders you go, "The reason this guy's not going to win is cuz he doesn't have the killer instinct." You know, he doesn't have the the real punch when it takes. Well, pro- this is probably what it takes. It looks like if Bernie did have the punch when it took when it counts. Th- the, this is probably what the other version looks like. This is what the Malcolm X version looks like. You know, and now the cops getting arrested. And maybe now the other cops. So I don't know. Maybe it did work. Who knows? Maybe it made things worse. I think when you do in a drastic move like this, you're taking a chance. So it's like, you're like, this move is not, or maybe there was a percentage chance that it would work a percentage chance that it didn't. And I guess we'll see. So what do you want them to do? Post online? I don't know. Maybe this was the move. Pat themselves on the back. That's what everyone celebrity did. They pat themselves on the back and they go, I put a square there. I'm one of the good guys. You know, anyone else is bad, but I'm I'm one of the good guys. This thing's a fucking landmine is what it is. If you're a normal person, I do not recommend getting involved in this issue. It's a fucking landmine. There's two parties. They, they operate like different countries. Who is Trump even negotiating right now? It's like the, the Democrats and Republicans are like two countries. They both need their own leader so they can meet and be like, all right, what are the demands? Like What are, what are they asking for? Do they want... This is what they should be asking for, is that if a cop has a bunch of infractions, he should be fired. You shouldn't get to almost kill four people, and then you're, hey, boys will be boys. Because, you know, boys will be boys. I don't think any of my boys are going to kill fucking four innocent people. They might kill innocent pussy. But I don't think that's the way it's shaken down with the dogs. So maybe actually I should be in jail. Or at least fired. So, all of this being said... If you live in a city where this like remove all this politics shit from it for a second and be just a human being and there's friggin protests going on in your city. It's pretty fun to go check it out. I went, you know, I had a ball. Me and my boys went. I had some beers, fucking making jokes. I was having fun. One of them, I watched the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like I said, when I was young, I got in a lot of trouble. I used to break, when I was 14, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of breaking stuff. We used to break into schools and smash shit and put it on cameras. I loved it. So, you know, you look at these kids and you're like, oh, these, okay, fine. You're the dad now telling people they shouldn't smash shit. That's what I, you know, that's what I do. I don't, I'm not out here (laughs) telling a 14 year old, like, I don't know. Maybe if it's my kid and I'm like, I guess I got to be a dad now. I'm not here to be a dad to fucking kids. If you're a teenager and people are saluting and you're like, hell yeah, dude. And there was both people on all sides. There was a bunch of dorky ass Antifa people there. First of all, there was a lady, there was a dorky ass Antifa lady. She was in front of the crowd. She's walking around being like, all right, guys, let's do this. Get your masks up. We're going this way. Like she's taking charge and it's both. Some of the the one march I went to was a lot of black people. The one I march I went to was a lot of dorky ass Antifa people doing dorky ass shit. Like, first of all, they were they were getting the banks right, so they're breaking down the doors of the banks, and then they're like, yeah, for capitalism. And it's like, again, it's like, I mean, yeah, but this is kind of about like the police brutality thing. And it's it's I've never seen more appropriation of people's movements than I have in the last little bit. Now, I saw some of the funniest things in the world there. First of all, whenever. First of I'm going to say that it reminded me a lot of the Raptors parade. <laughs> so when the Raptors in Toronto won the World Series, big deal, Toronto rules. And then when we won, it was, the, it was... First of all, we had like 9,000 parades. The city couldn't get... It was the biggest thing that ever happened to us. Every fucking second, there's a new parade, right? And then... It was the energy was hooting, hollering, smashing shit. And, and just, that's what it is when you get people down there with that much energy. It was kind of cool to watch. And you're like, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, you're smashing in people's stores and it sucks. And you're smashing, like, you know, sometimes you see the odd idiot smash a fucking a convenience store. And yeah, that sucks. It is what it is. So the, the, there's all these people smashing. So people, this is what, the gist of the, the first March was, I went at night. It's the fucking purge, literally the purge. So there's this huge group. They run around, they're chanting They're They 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 got DMX playing, by the way. So they start playing DMX and then halfway through, uh, like maybe 20 minutes later, they played the same DMX song again. Like the sort of the, the DJ that was uh, DJing the march kind of was like, yeah, I, I, I didn't really, uh, didn't bring that big of a playlist. I, my, my riot playlist only had six songs on it. So I guess we're going to spin them again they were they break the window and then everyone would run in loot stuff i told you the guy kicks for floyd everyone's like fuck yeah and then immediately as soon as they got out everyone immediately started being like yo i got a 36 here who's got 32 and i saw this gay guy he's a gay asian guy he goes Ugh, these are only 32 does anyone have 34 i got 32 he's, he's mad because he didn't get the right the one mexican guy i saw him got this bag it was like a north face bag he goes holy shit he was so ha- i've never seen anyone happier in the whole life he so people were loving this shit. It was like Christmas morning for all sides. And then there was the odd Antifa person that was kind of like a professional protester. They don't care what the march is. They're like, we're marching. They're like, what's it for? Actually, I don't care. They couldn't be happier to be there. They had all. They, so they had all the things. You know what I mean? They had all, they're carrying first aid kits. Like this is, they're cosplaying rioters and they get to be there and it's the funnest thing they've ever seen. So they kick in the doors and they're all like, all right, guys, masks on. Remember not to show your face. Camera's right there. They've got the whole thing Figured out right, so that that's the that, the funniest part was when one guy would started selling jeans. He goes, "I got thirty six polos, five bucks." Like they immediately turned it into a junk market on the street. Super funny. And then the other thing where people will say, "Oh, they're only hitting uh, they're only hitting big stores." It started like that, and then it was just like, "I don't know, fuck it, it's a fucking riot." <laughs> that's what happens. That was one of the funniest things. I would say ninety percent of the protest from what I saw was anti-Eva people. The, the, this is the I'm doing the I'm, I'm going to switch back and forth, but this is the the night one, the purge. They're dragging garbage cans on the street. So they've got they've got a whole a whole list of things they do. So they they drag the garbage cans on the street. They light them on fire. Then they, they light cop cars on fire. They got a whole system. But. Honest to God, 90% of the protest was dragging things on the street. So they drag all the, the garbage cans on the street and then they move on and they drag more. And it's there's like four or five Antiva people in charge. Like, you get that can, you get that can. They're calling it like they're a football quarterback. Or whatever, the guy that maybe I don't know, whoever in football calls the things like that. 54, can there, can there. If if you were watching and you didn't uh and you and you didn't know what was going on. You'd be like, "Oh shit! These people hate garbage." It literally seemed like a strike against garbage because ninety percent of it was dragging garbage around. Okay, most of the chants, and this is the the day protest, the nice protest. Ninety percent of the chants were about the NYPD sucking their dick. <laughs> All this, I don't know who invented this but so much of the signs are like NYPD suck our dicks girls guys everyone all of the signs was about getting their dick sucked which is so fucking funny I would say two out of every four, 50% of the chance every four every like chant it would probably be like one on one off of a chant about like suck our dicks different versions of a chance. You know, we, fuck, you guys are blue. Suck our dicks. Our balls are blue. It's all, they're very into getting their dicks sucked by the NYPD to the point where the NYPD be like, if, yeah, can, if we did suck, start sucking your dicks, would that be, would that make you happy? Because it really seems like the number one demand is you hate garbage and you want your dick sucked. That's what it feels like. Also felt a little like wrestling and, and the Raptors parade back to the Raptors point. One of my friends said this. He goes, I've never seen more bandwagon jumping since the Raptors uh, won the cup and it's cringier now. A lot of bandwagon jumping. I saw this. I saw two black kids or two white kids they were wrecking wrecking a store window and this um, kind of like woke black chick starts yelling at them. She goes, you're ruining the movement. This is not what this is supposed to be for. And you're like in the background, you could see literally like a bunch of black dudes like breaking a window behind her. <laughs> and you're like, but it is funny to watch these these Antifa guys kind of be like. Oh man. Because you know that they're like, right? Black people are sick, right? And she's like, stop wrecking stores. And they're like, what? We can't win. Duh. Like, I'm trying to freaking impress black people and can't win. So there's that vibe of it. You know what I mean? And the same thing I saw there was outside of a shopper's drug mart, right? There's a guard there. He, he's, his job is just to be the guard at shopper's drug mart. So he's, he's er, sorry. At CVS, I said the Canadian one. He's the guard at CVS. I posted some videos about all this stuff, like all the wild shit was happening. But he's the guard at CVS. People keep coming in and stealing shit or whatever. But at first, he's kind of like, no, you're not coming in here. And then eventually, it's like 25 people. First of all, one of them fell over and fell on glass. Pretty funny. And then one of them, so eventually, he's like, fuck it, all right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting paid $15 an hour to be a security guard or whatever. Like, yeah, free for all. And then one black guy runs in his face. He goes, ha ha, you gonna get fired, motherfucker. (laughs) how funny is that and then at the same time there was a a mixed guy sort of like a could have been almost like a half Latino, half black guy. You know, a little ambiguous. He was yelling, same sort of thing. Like, you guys are ruining our cause. This is not what this is supposed to, you know. Because, again, half everyone's there with their own stupid agenda. Just like everyone not there is there with their own stupid agenda. He goes, you are ruining our cause. And then this black guy goes, you shut the fuck up. And then the guy goes, no, I will not shut the fuck up. I am here for social change. And then a group of black guys just threw an egg at him. <laughs> he, just, he just goes, I am here for... And just an egg just hit his face. And they're like, how about that? Here's some social change. And again, they're both right. These guys are like... Shut the fuck up. And he's like, are, are, I thought we're broke. Come on. I thought we're protesting, guys. It's like, you know, you show up for the thing and you're, you're, yeah, guys, let's make social change. And then they start wrecking everything. And you're like, oh, what the hell? So there's a lot of things going on there. I saw a big, fat, 500-pound black lady. She had a bowl, had a bowl of paint. She had a bowl of paint. And then, she, so I don't know. She's carrying this bowl of paint together all day. She's like, I'm going to, you know, someone's getting painted. And then a cop car It's almost like after the march was over. So she held the paint for a while. She kind of thought things were going to get a little more aggressive and then they didn't takes the bowl of paint. There's a cop car. I can't believe how many cop cars I saw on fire, by the way. Big um, cop like van sort of rolling by. She runs across the street, takes the bowl of paint, throws it at the cop car and she goes fucking pigs or whatever. Right. And then she runs away, runs. I am not kidding you. 20 steps, then falls, tumbles down a hill like uh, not a hill, like a, uh, just a little, a little, uh, like down kind of a curb that was on a slant tumbles to the bottom. And it was literally like grape lady where she sits there and she goes, ah, ah all the Antifa guy roll over with their kit. Cause he's got the, the first aid kit. They start bending up her leg. Cause I guess she hurt her leg. Right. But it was, <laughs> and I've said this in my stand up where it's kind of like where people... I said I knew a big, huge guy that was gay. That's pretty funny, right? Because it's just a funny picture and like a big, burly guy being gay when he came out of the closet. And then people are like, what's funny? How is that funny? A, a, you know, a big, huge, muscular guy being gay. And I go, it's funny. A fucking... You know, I love head butts and dudes butts. Like, it's it's funny to watch a really big guy be gay. I'm sorry. There's certain things that are just funny, and that's one of them. The same reason that it, if you see a fat lady rolling down the street, I don't care who you are... I don't care if you're the wokest king of Wokeville and you see a fat lady that's run down the street. Well, then you've reprogrammed your brain, sister, to be a robot that can't laugh because I'm sorry. That's just funny. So second of all, not second of all, I got a few things. I I was making notes. I was there as a journalist. I saw a frigging really drunk guy. (laughs) So he was in the protest, right? uh he and he's he's like hammered like the type of guy you know when your buddy's like muttering to himself like he, he wants to tell you what you really think he's kind of like well whatever if you fucking If you don't, maybe you just fuck yourself. You don't even like me. We don't even, you know, if you're a real friend. He just, he can't even make sense. He's just saying stuff. That was this guy. He was marching, lost all his friends, just drunk. Literally the, the, I think the guy's name was Bernard from uh, Wayne's World. That's always drunk. If you're going to spew, spew in this. He's that guy. He's just, he's so drunk. He's just going, uh, and and he's muttering to himself. He goes... The freaking the poor people are oppressed. Friggin' poor's are oppressed. There's people dying. And he goes, he goes They don't have any money. Like he doesn't even know what it's about. He was muttering about poor people mostly. He goes, The poor people are dying in the streets. And you're like, what streets? Because that's not really what this march is about. Poor people are dying in the streets. And then on the same t- token, I saw an Uber guy, or like an Uber Eats guy. It wasn't Uber Eats, but uh eating delivery service guy that got caught in the parade. And then he's driving, he's driving in the parade, gets caught in the parade with his Uber bag, with his bag full of food. And then he's like, excuse me, excuse me. And he goes, well, I guess a motherfuckers just going hungry. Then and he just, and he just decides to be part of the parade. He's on his bike. And he goes, I guess all the motherfuckers just getting hungry again. Ah, uh, that was a really fun one. Uh, another funny thing was there was some white dudes. So for, there actually was, Chance, my buddy started a chant. So I was the first day I went with a chick. Second, second one I went with like some of my a uh, bunch of comedians, and we're having a ball. It was so fun. And then um, there was D, uh, the the there was one solo white guy yelling "Revolution." He goes because but so some people would do the revolution, revolution. And my my boy actually started chanting. He was like and he, he said the same thing. He goes, "It's like wrestling." <laughs> it literally felt with all the chanting. It felt like. uh because I, I went to wrestling, and there was a guy that no one knew that came out, and everyone started chanting, we don't know you. Hilarious. Like, everyone's just like, you're a nobody. You're not, no, you're not going to try to sell us this character, because they built him up, like, there's this big new character, and everyone's like, we don't know you. Wrestling fans are just not having it. So, basically, my boy got some chants started. He was like, NYPD, suck our dicks. And he, he was stood on the thing, and he got some chants going. I was like, nice, dude. So then, uh, th- there was some white dudes that like were kind of Antifa-style white dudes, like pro you know professional protester types and they, they they got on the thing and he goes reva reva silence no one caught on and then another black guy was like revolution and then he's like fuck he really tried to get the chant going nothing funnier it's like the guy that at the at the baseball game that tried to start the wave and it never caught on hilarious to watch and you ought to just take the l and pretend it didn't happen again the main the main The main thing that I found funny was the main Antifa girl that uh, was really in charge of everyone and she kept giving people pointers and she goes, don't make sure when you do this, it's like, hey, if you get tear gas, there's water. Okay, we got cops coming up on here and it was just like, shut up. She had her dreadlocks poking out of her stupid Antifa mask and it was, you could see all the black people be like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Just this like, stupid white hippie chick like, taking over their movement. It was just like, shut the fuck up, you loser. Capitalism sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one isn't about that though. Um, one of the one of the uh, funniest chants they kept saying, "Don't shoot, don't shoot," and me and my friends uh, thought it was pretty funny when they go. <laughs> that was imagine uh, to yourself, you're about to have sex. You're you're like in the middle of sex with a girl, and that's what they're yelling. They go. Don't shoot. You're like, I can't. I'm trying to. Don't shoot. I don't, I'm i almost there. Don't shoot. Okay, think about baseball. Don't shoot. I'm trying. Like, it's your girl chanting to you. Don't shoot. I'm going to come. Don't shoot. I can't stop it. So that was a funny one that I was, <laughs> that we were toying around with when we were there. Saw another guy who was at the protest and he was arguing with his girl. And this girl, go- I was there for 12 hours. Saw a lot of stuff. One guy arguing with his girl at the protest. So he's on the phone and he goes, I'm at the freaking protest right now. And she's like, well, you need to come home. He's like, no, I'm freaking protest protesting and he's trying to argue with his girl so he's like you know he's telling her like what am i supposed to do we're in the middle it's about doing progress babe and his girl so his girl obviously his girl was like i don't want you going to the protest because of covid which doesn't exist anymore apparently oh you can't go and then he goes (laughs) He's bleeding with his girl to let him pro babe, I need to be a freaking protester. You don't want to get it. Do you know how much social change I'm doing out here? i mean, okay fine. How about this? I'm allowed to protest, but I won't break any windows. Can we compromise? And when I come home, then I'll go to your I'll go to your mother-in-law I'll go to my mother-in-law's house and I'll buy a really good gift. Can we compromise? Like he's obviously just fucking domesticated as fuck, but he still wants to wants to be the protest guy. They were putting barricades up, a lot of putting barricades up. So this is a big part of the Antifa guys. The black guys had a little less interest in um, putting the barricades up. But they would, they would, so they, you know, there'd be metal uh, dividers everywhere. They would grab the metal dividers and then they would put them in the middle of the road. They would put them everywhere. they put them in the middle of the road. And then they'd spend like 20 minutes doing it. And the cops would just drive by and be like, just drive a little bit slow, drive right through them. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, we just spent 25 minutes doing that. So that was pretty funny. Um, it was, it was basically supermarket sweepstakes for some people. That's probably the gist of it. Um, older protesters kind of in the same vein as the, uh, as the protesters, the, the the guy that was on the phone with his girlfriend, I saw two older protesters. Which, to be honest, maybe you could put me in that category. That I was like, they're just talking shit about other stuff, talking about comedy and making fun of shit. And there's two older protesters, probably like 48. But you could tell they used to be protesters. But so they were just two guys, two white guys, just walking together and making small talk, like the just the essentially. So other than that, how's work going? You know, ah, oh, you know, good days and bad days. How's the wife? Oh, you know how it is. Just they were making small. Ball talk as they marched in the protest. So that was really funny. One guy in rollerblades, not much to say about that other than that's just a funny thing that I saw. The guy that, uh one thing you didn't see in the video that I posted where I overdubbed my voice of the stupid, nerdy Antiva guy trying to break the window, he goes, uh. and then eventually a, gr- a chick came and she broke it with a rock. And you could see that this guy was so like, huh. All right. Well, uh, I, I loosened it up for you. It was that vibe where he tried to break it for a good forty-five seconds, and then some chick just came and broke it with a rock in one second. Um, it smelled really bad. That was like a thing that general. <laughs> that was just the general gist of the the night protest, and it smelled terrible. I mean, it could have been partially because everyone was smelly. It could have been partially because there was uh, there was garbage cans being thrown everywhere. I'm not really sure. There was f- cops filming for the news, right? So a lot of the cops were filming. I saw this guy, he's filming for Al Jazeera News or whatever. And I thought, I, it was it was making me die, the idea of yelling up and doing a fucker in the pussy right now. <laughs> Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. The guys, you know, we're here in the center of the rights. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> so that was making me die. And then it would, it would be the most epic fucker in the pussy in history. And then I was watching through TikTok, which by the way, I was arguing with someone. They go, TikTok censoring. It's like, no, no, no. That is the... And and I know some people here probably think TikTok's lame. And it might be. But that is... Because Instagram's all activists and stuff. TikTok's people posting videos from the thing. It was probably the most accurate representation of what's going on. I saw... Literally, I saw... Cops. I saw protesters antagonizing cops and showing up, and you know, I, I was watching TikTok, and you just see this this normal guy, you know, this cop just trying to do his job, and you see this guy coming up to me, look at you, you look like a fucking piece of shit, faggot. Look, your pe, your face looks like a penis, <laughs> motherfuckers face looks like a penis. And then he uploaded it, like this cop looks like, whatever, you know, just antagonizing cops. I saw these Antiva guys throwing stuff at cops, and then I saw cops beating the shit out of innocent people. I saw both of it. You see cops. I I saw a guy on the ground and it's like, he's like, I can't help my back, my back. And he's just punching him in the back and he goes, stop my back. And the cops just punching him and elbowing in the back. And you're like, yeah, these, I saw all of the things. So I don't think that they're censoring. I think it's actually probably the best place to see because it's straight up people on both sides uploading. I think to be honest, maybe it's a little bit of a, you might get a tiny bit of a fucking liberal slant because I bet you it's mostly in cities and those cities might have that slant, but I think other people were uploading other people's videos too. And there was lots of people there from lots of different sides. So you're just straight up, everyone there uploading their videos. This is what we see. So I, I honestly thought if you want to just not listen to the fucking lying news and make your own opinion, that's probably the best. Cause I, like I said before, all of these people that that say fake news all the time. All of the, and then and then now it'll show them this is what it is. Uh, this is what's happening in the protest, and they're like, yeah. See, it's even on the news. It's like I thought we all agreed that you can't trust these people. They're the biggest liars in the history of the world. They've gotten caught in scandals. These media companies get literally caught giving electoral candidates frigging questions. Don Lemon's out there. He's campaigning for candidates. These aren't. These are propaganda. machines and cannot be trusted. So, you know, if you actually want to look what's happening, go through those videos, make your own opinion. That's what the other thing. I was at Union Square, so the co- the cops own Union Square, because everyone is the. When I was walking through the streets of the of the purge protest, the, so basically they walk around the whole streets breaking windows, and then every once in a while a cop car would come behind us, and and then they'd go, ah, we need to get out of there. But for the most part, it was it was uncontested, no cops. I mean, maybe they showed up later. I left at some point. There's a curfew now. Which, by the way, did I not call in my video? I'm the new Simpsons, by the way. I said, I think the police should give us a bedtime. Well, now you got it. You have a bedtime. So the police ran Union Square. And the funniest part was they had that locked off. Ten thousand police. I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are. I'm ten billion gazillion police are at Union Square, and they're all right there, and they're they're they've got this one section off, right? And if you walked through there, I was trying to eventually walk home through there, and they go, "This street's blocked off." You and they're very aggressive, right? But the funniest part is that they you're like. Okay, but every other street there's people walking around like torching cop cars and they're like, yeah, but not here. It's kind of like the cops are like, yeah, you fine. You can have those streets, but not not this street. It's like it's like the one guy that lives with his girlfriend and she runs the house. She's like, you can't do this. You can't do this. He's like, well, I got my man cave though. Like the cops had their man cave of the city. They're like, wow well, it's my rules when we're in my square and you're like, yeah, okay, but they literally took over the rest of the city and you can't do shit about it. So it felt very much like the the cops were kind of like we'll consider this a win they can't get in here and if you looked at the for the most part the cops just didn't want to friggin'. I, there was you know the certain cops that probably this was they couldn't be happier just like when you probably in wars there's certain soldiers that like we doing this and everyone's like dude we got conscripted i hate this i don't want to die i think because i saw the faces of some of these cops and everyone's just like fuck you pigs and a lot of these cops are just like this sucks (laughs) but the one of the funniest ones i saw was one of the protesters go up to one of the cops because it's actually sort of peaceful at at union square because it wasn't real protest because the protests are marching around at this point but there's still a lot of protesters there so one of the protesters goes up to the cops cops standing there you know they got their ride gear on or whatever and then he kind of goes up to him and he's like hey um you know, you know why we're protesting, right? And the cops like, oh, fuck, here we go." So the guy's like, "Just so you know, we're protesting because the police—it's a white guy—and he's telling them all about it, right? It's like it literally felt like when I finish a comedy show and a guy comes up to me and he's like, "You know, who you gotta check out Louis C.K. You're fun. You know why you're funny? You know why you're funny?" Because you don't give a shit what they think. And you're like, okay, you got the scoop. Like, okay, uh, oh, is that why? You got the scoop. And he's like, let me buy you a beer. And you're like, nah, that's going to be an expensive beer. You can buy me a shot. That beer is going to cost me seven minutes of you spitting in my face. And that was what the cop was getting from this guy. He's just like, because the thing is, the thing is, the cops, the, the cops, they're they you know and i'm not, not not you like you seem like a good guy he's he's kind of listen between me and you you seem like a good guy but so the protester is uh he's telling the cops his own opinion and the cops sort of like i i at first the cop was doing what i say, but then eventually the cops started giving his opinion like you know well it's out of hand sometimes and we don't know what to do so they actually start talking about it and they kind of had a conversation and then it was like all right anyway see you later and then they went back and then the <laughs> The protester walked over, and he put his sign back up, and he's like, NYPD suck our dicks. And it, honest to God, the only way to describe it was the fucking coyote and the sheepdog from fucking Looney Tunes, where it's like, all right, good day, Frank, good day. And they, they go back to work, fuck you, pig. And then they clock out, and they're like, you know, yeah, it, nothing personal. It's, so that was very funny to watch, that nonsense. White girls got called Karens. There was a fucking, it is funny, because like, I've been saying this forever The white chicks are fucking in the outs With the black community But it's so funny Because these Karens will be like uh, (laughs) These these women will be like I support black people And people will be like Fuck you Karen (laughs) They can't win and you can't win with any of this one. It's such a landmine. But this, th- th- this, some of these times actually show who's actually fucking real and who's actually doesn't. It's all these people that were... I saw someone online and they posted a status that said, Hey, I'm crowdfunding. And they asked their followers, they go, If anyone can donate, I'm going to crowdfund money for this store. Instead of donating their money, they tried to crowdfund money from their followers. It's like, shut up. Shut up. Just shut up for two seconds. These people that are online fucking virtue signaling, they're, they're for themselves. They like having depression. They like, they like wallowing and then they like yelling at people online. And listen, I, I donate some money to an organization that, uh, that, uh, helps get people out of jail when they're falsely accused. I mean, listen, if you don't think cops are out there planting evidence and stuff like that, it's like, of course there's cops doing that. I've seen this shit happen. I hang with fucking criminals, Dog. I'm out in the trenches. I've seen this shit happen. So, but the one thing I will say, is as someone, and I, by the way, and I, when I did that, I kind of knew I was going to have to take an L social wise because I was saying, this is, I was a little bit saying people are like post their fucking square. And I'm like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'll post. How about this? I'll donate a bunch of like a pretty reasonable amount of cash and make your fucking stupid squares very obvious that you're not doing shit. Cause all these, all these people, the amount of people I know that are out here, like post in their square and that's it. And a lot of them got forced into it too. So, I mean, I'm hold both sides accountable. You're telling this old lady's like you better post a square. You're racist. And that kind of boils to the fact where people say this to people, they'll be like, this guy's a racist. And sometimes I've even said that I'll be like, listen, I got fucking, you know, my last two fucking, my last two girlfriends weren't white. Half of my family is black. I grew up with all fucking, you know, in the part of town where half my friend group was black and still is. And they go, that's what a racist would say. I have black friends. It goes, that's not what a racist would. It's kind of something a racist wouldn't do, though. You can at least agree that it's probably not that racist. You know, Kevin Brennan has a black wife, and people will be like, "He's oh, he's racist. He he thought he would say that his wife's black. It's like, if you went to the head of the KKK, and you were like, dude, dude, uh, you're fucking racist. And he's like, no, actually, my friends are black. Would he say that? Is that what a racist would say? I'll tell you, it's not something someone that is that racist might say. So you can probably at least agree that if someone's super racist, they wouldn't be like, my family's black. So we can probably... It's, like, this, like, constant need to call everyone racist, it, it's it's out of control, obviously. But doesn't mean that everyone's not prejudiced. That's why I always point these, you know, the Asian people and the, the oh, white people are racist. Go talk to your dad, motherfucker. So, but when you say... <laughs> You do live by your actions. I fucking, t- you know, the same thing I'm always making fun of, like Jewish shit. That's one of my favorite funny things to make fun of. And then my whole crew, I do a podcast with two Jewish people. So it's like, you know what? Actions do kind of speak louder than words. You want to be realistic? What does your life actually look like? like all these fucking liberal people, that's what I've been saying forever. They're phonies. They go out and they go, black shit, and I'm for black people, and I care about minorities. And you, you grew up, you went to a fucking white school, and all your friends are white, and you're an improv troupe, and that's how you live your life. And so to be honest, I think that I do have a more nuanced perspective on all this stuff. And I don't I do think that actions speak louder than words. If someone you know, if someone his whole crew is black and you're like, you're racist, maybe it's probably not that racist. So if you're on the other side, I think at least take that into consideration. That you're like, oh, maybe he's prejudiced. And you're like, well, we're all racist. Well, then I guess there's not really that much of point of constantly bringing it up if we're all racist. If everyone's racist all the time, then why are we constantly bringing it up? There's got to be levels to this shit. And if it's the base level, we're all it. Then it's not probably point of there's no probably point of bringing it up all the time other than to start fights. And if you're on the other side and you're like, actually, it's it's all a myth. And there's it's not all a myth. If 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 you have never had an experience with it in your life, you've never seen, you've never met, gone to the fucking south. I was in Nashville, and me and Paul Thompson, and Waldo, and Joe from the corner. Ball, having a ball. This guy comes up to us, and he literally started telling us, he's like, oh, I'm here with it. And he started going off. He goes, I would never let my daughter date a black guy. He said, that's what we just met. And then Paul Thompson's like, he, he's a big, like... You know, he's, a, he's like a hood dude, and he starts going, what the fuck? Did you, this guy's like 60. Paul gets in his face. He goes, what the fuck did you just say? He goes, I, he goes get the fuck out of here before I kick this guy's 60. Again, 65. Get the fuck out of here. He's 75 years old. He's a 90-year-old man, and Paul's spitting in his face. He goes, get the fuck out of here. Have you never seen that? So, of course, it does not exist, and of course, it's overblown. And I, I hold an opinion that's not beholden to any side. One of my main fights before any of this stuff, when I was young, was against bouncers and teachers and all that shit. But I, when I when I released our first album, I did a specific "fuck you" in the liner notes. I said thanks to this guy, this guy, this guy, and then I said "fuck you" to this bouncer, this bouncer. I said the bouncer at uh, the the uh, the Jimmy Jazz in Guelph, the bouncer at Frank's in Guelph, where I went to university, and I said the bouncer this guy in Toronto, the bouncer at this person in Etobicoke. I said a uh, "fuck you" to all the bouncers. These people are pieces of shit. They they take people. Not all of them, but a lot of them. They take people outside. They beat them. They abuse their power. Listen, everyone abuses their power, but friggin' the the people that become cops often abuse it more. And anyone who's ever met people, any girl that's ever been on a date with a guy like that knows they have a very specific, you know, way way that they are and it starts to get to them. Everyone watches these movies and sees people that are like that. They're based on reality. You know, sometimes it is racism. Sometimes it isn't. When you, yes, I get it. When you look for racism, you see it everywhere. There's, how many times have you seen some girl, like, you know, get, ba- get bad service from something and be like, oh, I got the bad service because I'm a woman. You know, you, you, this person talked over me because I'm a woman. It's like, maybe they didn't. It's like with the, co- you know, same thing with the cops. If you look for racism everywhere, you're going to find it everywhere. But if you put blindfold on, then you'll see it nowhere. And it's not nowhere obviously. And if you haven't seen one person in your life do this shit, like, give me a break. But, their movements get inappropriated, and the most important thing is that it's black men being killed. This is about black boys. This is a boys movement. Women, it's time for you to step aside. This is not about women. You don't get killed by cops. This is about the friggin' dogs getting murdered by cops. And I know women want to, It's you know, it's time for women to step back and be like, "Listen, men need to stop being killed." I don't even know you're 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 kind of putting yourself in our thing. And I, I personally, as someone who donated, I funded this. You know, I'm I'm a big funder of the whole thing. I'm per- single handedly, I'm a hero. But this is a this is at the end of the day a, a, a boy's problem. And now I just want to f- end with like a little bit of something that I talked about on, on, on Sam Tripley's podcast. Cause I did his podcast and it was honestly a little bit nerve wracking because I know he's got a huge audience. He really liked my videos and I was kind of, so I thought that everyone said that they thought I was funny on there and stuff. So I thought, uh, I was happy about that. You can let me know what you think, but I was, I thought it was one of those things that I kind of, you know, he was a big guy that came to Canada and everyone knew. And then I moved here. So that was kind of cool for me, but I was talking about how you need to make make mistakes and stuff like that. And I think even with people starting comedy or anything, they go, you know, what should I do first? And it's like it do, all it doesn't matter which mistakes you make. It just matters that you make them. It matters you do things because that's how you build your instincts. And I think a lot of this stuff, you know, maybe you do need to change, you know, look at different opinions and expand because that's how you figure out what you actually think. So, as soon as you decide, I'm I'm fucking on the left wing and these are my opinions. This is my 12 opinions. It's pretty simple. Cracked it even though I'm 17 years old. I cracked the code, you know. I'm a, I'm an or you I'm an actor in Hollywood and I, and I've never thought about this stuff. I've never been a thinker in my entire life. And now now I entered politics and bo, bo, by George, I nailed it. So that that's not the way to do it. Is to get set in your fucking ways. This is sim, not simple stuff. These are complicated things. And the most important thing of all this is I freaking have new merch now. I got freaking merch. The boys cast has merch. My boy, Johnny, he's the fucking man. He made all these designs for me. He's been working hard at it. And then we went back and forth. I picked the one that I I was like, I want to wear that one because it looks sick. I'm wearing it right now in the video. I'm gonna post all the shit. If you wanna buy my merch. He he did all this shit for Legion of Skanks Forever and all these people. And he's he's a fucking cool dude. He shoots a lot of my videos and stuff. He's a talented artist. So If you want to check out my merch, everyone's been, that's one of the things that people have been hitting me up for a while. I have new patrons, fucking $20 patrons. Shouts out to fucking Jameson Donald. Super funny comic. Actually, I know him and he's the man. Uh, Benjamin Swearington donated. Fucking Grasshopper Space Cadet hit me up with the fucking big donation. It's only five bucks. I'm posting tons of shit there. I've got new videos up there. I've got episodes up there. And listen... Like I said, I'm not trying to tell you how to think with this shit. It's the most complicated one I've probably seen in my life. There's so much going on. So, you know, you can take my opinion for what it is. Um, and the most important thing for me is to be funny. The most important thing is to be an artist that isn't compromised. I'm my own person. Or I'm not. Maybe me saying that's lame. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Buy my merch. All right. This has been The Boys Cast. Ryan Long. Peace.